Timberwolves, the podcast, a show about our favorite team. It's hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Neil. I'm Scott. Welcome to episode five, everyone. The Timberwolf season is moving right along, and we are still doing a podcast. We're five episodes deep into the Timberwolf season. Yes, that's how we, we don't mark the season by how many games the Wolves have played, how many wins or losses. It's how many episodes of this podcast have come out. And to start things off today, we want to talk about Shabazz Muhammad. It's all about Shabazz. About it, Shabazz Muhammad. That's right. Dated reference, but still a good one. Too 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 good. You got you have to go with it, I think. It, it's so sad. I wrote a whole I wrote a whole cover song and we recorded it. I had my fiance, on the show. my fiance recorded. We should play it on the Let's show. Let's get it on the show next week. <laughs> yeah, we just never, just we never put it up because Shabazz got hurt. And we're like, well, we'll wait till it gets healthy again. And now the song's no. not relevant. But it's great. I wrote all the lyrics <laughs> to the verses and stuff. It's, really? Yeah. All the I, wow. Okay. It, it's very detailed. It's it, we'll play it on the show. Now that we've prepped everybody to say like we know it's it's a late reference. I think we can do it now. Can I talk uh, some real talk about Shabazz before we get into serious subjects? Give it to the people. Give I have it to a the really people. hard time keeping with Shabazz. Like I know Shabazz I'm doing it consciously right now. Shabazz I want to say Shabazz, yeah. but it's it goes from before I even heard his name, like when I used to read Shabazz. it, and I wanted it to be Shabazz, as in like Shabazz as I want to be. Yeah, but I think Boz is correct. Boz, yeah. Boz is Boz correct. Is cor- no, it's yeah. definitely correct. Yeah, and I'm saying that it, like I'm doing better this year. It's something I always remind myself of. And I'm doing better at it, but uh, just the other night I was watching the game and I was talking with my friend I was watching with, and I yeah. said, I said Baz. <laughs> accidental Baz. Yeah, that's okay. It's it, but it's it is your Baz. fault. Last week you had uh, Baz's spazzes. It's a it's an incorrect <laughs> rhyme. That's right. Sometimes you have to twist the rhyme to make it work, though. Near rhyme. That, that's we'll true in that. hip hop. Yes, indeed. In lyrics, or unless but, you're Jay Cole and you can just use the same word to rhyme, it's, it's like. <laughs> Uh, and then he says, <laughs> "Is that what he does?" Yeah, or it's like, and then he said, "You ain't nothing." But then I said that I'm not nothing. I, like, I was gonna <laughs> same word. It's tough. I was gonna use a real example, but all of them are swear words, and I don't know like how explicit I can be on this it's podcast. Like, it's like it's, it's like rhyming nothing with something. It's like rhyming something the S word with the S word with the S word with the S word. Where you know that's the part he always ends on. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, Shabazz um, here to start. He's had an okay season last year, also pretty good before he got hurt. Wolves fans coming into the season, I think, had high hopes for what he could bring to the table. But this week, we have trade rumors from the uh, from uh, Woj, Wojnowski, Adrian Wojnowski over at Yahoo with his tweet this week saying, Several teams intrigued with Shabazz Muhammad, but rival executives say that Minnesota deep at wings is unwilling to move him in any deal. Unwilling at all. Whoa. Now, obviously, stuff well, like this coming out to the media. Unwilling. Where is that coming from? So many, so many people could be talking about that. Agents, you know, Agents, that kind of thing. Definitely. So there's lots of, you know, whose fingerprints are on this. But nevertheless, you don't just get a tweet like this, you know, from Woj that's kind of Woj about nothing. is connected with agents we, we know that for sure he's connected with everybody yeah do you think like you know, smoke, you, know how, fire. you know how Joakim Noah retired his uh his finger gun celebration after I think it was Sandy Hook the shooting uh, it was after some yes. shooting one of the many yeah respectful uh, uh he stopped doing the gun things huh. do you think it's time that we do a basketball twitter retirement of Woj bomb Woj bomb Woj bomb it's just it's kind of negative you guys maybe it should be like it's a little violent he just did a Woj hug or something you know <laughs> Woj kiss. We'll let we'll let basketball Twitter talk about that. We're not here to talk about this. What about a woj whoa? 
Whoa, 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 whoa. I do like the idea of Milt like saying, I wouldn't trade Shabazz for anyone. Not Kevin Durant, not Steph Curry. Don't even come with any deals. LeBron, I would not trade Shabazz for LeBron. We're intrigued with Shabazz's potential. Sorry, everybody. So this, apparently, he's out, apparently he might be out there, though. I mean, I think that's, here, that's what we have. That's what I'm hearing. He might be out there. Here are the political stakes. Here. Yeah. We okay. should go over that. Yep. Which is that Shabazz has been a team soldier, really, his first three years. First year, he had Rick Adelman as a coach, who was notoriously stingy with the minutes he'd give out to rookies. Mm-hmm. Gorgie was awesome when he got minutes of the second half of the year. If we gave Gorgie run all year, we might have made the playoffs that year. Oh. And uh, Shabazz was sent to the D-League and was kept on the bench, and we just didn't find a use for him. Yeah. And then he remade his body in that offseason, came back last Chameleon. year. Chameleon. Chameleon training. Oh, man, is the transformation. The Kevin Love like <laughs> way of re-sculpting his body in Amazing. the offseason. Yeah. And came back last year and was a spark plug when he was healthy and maybe went a little too hard, and that's how he, you know, got some injuries. Yep. And we don't know if he was so injured he had to sit out the whole year, or if he was the kind of injured that gets you the number one draft pick. Shout the towns. <laughs> I'll do it every time. I'll do it every time. You know, I'll do I'm I'm glad. Yeah. But either way, Shabazz comes back remade his body again you can't even do that like three times you can only do it like once or twice you can do it once and then to do it a second time for like a third consecutive year he's putting in so much work and he deserves minutes he's filling Mm -hmm. the bucket when he's on the court i understand like the only logical argument i think you can make is that sam is like well you're not a defensive first guy and i only i'm like defense earns minutes on sam's court but i think that like from shabazz's perspective both shabazz and gorgie are up for this is their third year with the team. That's right. And so after next year, they can well they can be extended uh, after this year, I believe. But uh, their last contract year with the, with the Wolves, as it stands, is next year. After after their fourth year next year, they will become restricted free agents, and then any team in the league can throw any amount of money at Baz and Gorgie, and we would have to commit to that amount of money to keep them yeah. around. And maybe no team throws a huge offer sheet, but we see how teams are spending money these days. It's crazy. Yeah. So it only takes one team That's to right. run up the price on these guys. And you got to think that if we want to be serious about growing Shabazz and Gorgie and Levine as side role players around this Wiggins and Towns chewy core of this team. We got to keep them on deals that are going to allow us to max out Wiggins and max out Towns because those two guys are going to deserve max deals. So Yes, for we, sure those two. So cost controlling, even with the cap exploding, is something that the team has to keep in mind. It's going to be important for sure. And you got yeah, like you got to keep your eye on that. You got to be looking to the future about what's going to happen for these guys. Do you, do you think that this this sort of rumor that they're on the train block maybe came from the agent and is sort of maybe like playing time. Like, Hey, let's get, let's get my guy. 100%. 120%. I think it's I Rob think. Palinka is uh Shabazz's agent. If you're um, Rob. Yeah. If you're Mr. Palinka. Yeah. You know, you're working, you're working <laughs> for pronouncing your name wrong. Likely. <laughs> We're working Sorry. for the best interest of your client. Yeah. And what you see is that he's playing like he's playing great and the team's not giving him minutes you know what I think yeah. if I'm Mr. Palenka? Yeah, what are you going to do? I would think, one, that my name sounds like the Price is Right <laughs> like the game. game where you drop the token in yeah. the machine like yeah. Mr. Plinko. <laughs> and I would also think that this is a conspiracy. 
They want to sign my client oh. for cheap. They want to extend him next year for cheap. We're not going to stand for that. And so they want to just make sure he doesn't play too many games to play too many minutes. Like, you play him 15 minutes, he might score 17 points, you po- know? Points per, per uh, touch for, for Shabazz. Led the league in, the, in, the, in that last year, the whole, the whole league. Points per touch. You give Shabazz the minutes he deserves, and you might not be able to afford him anymore. That's what I would say as his agent. So I would be throwing a fit to watch Tayshawn Prince playing over my player. That is clearly collusion. I raise an objection. <laughs> and so I can see where they're coming from. This is definitely yeah. coming from the agents. I mean, Sam Mitchell even said that when he moved Kevin Martin back into the starting lineup, he said, Shabazz is going to get more minutes. Actually, yes, I, played well. I should let you say that. Yeah. Your impression last week was really good. I was oh listening back, God. and I was like, ah, he, actually, he actually went for a little bit. I want I wanted to in the same way. He's got like a soft style voice. Yeah, he does. Even though he's tough with the reporters, you know, he's got like, hey guys, you know, he's kind of got like a little bit lighter voice. It's on a little you. bit salty, a hey, little bit like, sa- sour, salty and sour. Hey guys, we just need to make shots. Let's <laughs> yeah. just let's just make. Sh- we were missing shots. You can't win. You can make shots. Do you think that he was uh, he was a little bit more calm these past few games? He because was. Of, uh, Britt called him out. Do you think it was well? Do you think it was because of Britt Robson, who is our, our show, our favorite Timberwolves writer, Britt Robson, who Mid-post. we should read, yeah. yeah, who we all read, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's less that the media member wrote a column about him than he heard our podcast about the salty Smitch candy bar. Yeah, he heard our fan podcast uh, with a, a, the sponsor. a sponsor parody, and and that was it. He was like, "Hey, I got to treat these guys better." Apparently, it's getting through to the people. Can't You're have welcome, that. Timberwolves Media. You're do a, do us a solid by retweeting this episode, and we will, you know, we'll be. Evans. Yeah, totally. Even Stevens. But Shabazz, going back to Shabazz, it is a complicated issue for the Wolves. They have so many young players. I think they have nine players who it's their first or second year. There's not really minutes for everybody. Shabazz is a fan favorite. He's someone that I think a lot of fans think could really be a great rotation player for the Wolves going forward. Um, but they have so many guys like that who you can say need development, need minutes. So it's tough that Shabazz is kind of having to take a back seat for that right now. And like you mentioned, Tayshaun Prince, Kevin Martin, some older guys are ahead of him, which is unfortunate. But I don't know. I think there kind of has to be a balance of that throughout the season. You're not just going to have an all-young guys uh, you know, squad out there for the Wolves this season. But you I do see that it is a tough position for Sam to be in, even though he has said uh, Boz will get more minutes, even though he's played well. And then it doesn't really come come to fruition. I think it gets into the mentorship value of Kevin Martin because we all can accept that Tayshawn Prince is here to play limited minutes and be a mentor. Yeah. But we've had Kevin Martin as the vet on this team now for a couple of years. Yeah. And we haven't seen his leadership translate necessarily on the court. Right. And so we wonder if he's just here to play basketball or if he's here to help build the culture of the team. And if he's just here for basketball, give all of his minutes. I mean, you can't because we've talked about we need to get him a trade value so yeah. that we can trade him for something useful. So we do need to trade him and get off the team because if you gave his minutes to Shabazz, that'd be something. I think that Levine and Shabazz right now both look like six man of the year, kind of like J.R. Smith, Jamal Crawford, come off the bench and just be a gunner. Maybe their defense isn't great, but I mean, I mean, we've talked about how Levine is literally yeah. Jamal Crawford. Yeah. It was really fun to watch them play against Best each comp. other. Yeah. You can, oh man, they were, they were calling each other out on the court. It was really <laughs> Back fun. and forth. Yeah. Yeah, and, that was. And so, you know, I think that both of them kind of have that feel to them and we can't play them both at the two right now because Kevin Martin needs to get those 20, 30 minutes a night, you know. A little bit of a log jam there for the Wolves. Should be interesting to see 
Kevin Martin, shakes Kevin out. Martin plays like he did against the Lakers, we'll be Ooh. able to trade him here pretty soon. Yeah, he's just great with a broken hand is, is what it is. Just keep just keep smacking Hit him on wrist. his hand. Hit that wrist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get it going. Should be interesting to see how that goes. Although, Trade deadline, I think, will be interesting for the Wolves. I think uh, the, the joke was, on media day was he was asked about how he did that with the broken hand. Against said, the Knicks last year. And yeah. he said, well, you know, I forget what the first part of it was. He was like, well, it just happened. Pause. And I was playing the New York Knicks. Oh. <laughs> and so you could do that this time, too. You know, or it was just like, I guess I was just hot. Yeah. Playing one of the worst teams. We're in the also playing the Lakers. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing you got to remember. That defense is terrible. Scott, let's talk about uh, the close games that the Wolves have been in this season. Seems like every game has been a close game. That is cool to see. The only sure. blowout was it was the Miami Heat game at home. There was yes. one game where we put Tyus in. Tyus's one appearance <laughs> Ty- as a Timberwolf. <laughs> right. Uh, was the blowout game. One and that's of those, one, yep. And we had to send him to the D-League because we weren't in enough blowouts to give him that fourth quarter yeah. Greg Steamsma garbage time nope. minutes. That Lou Amundsen time <laughs> of day, you know? And that's right. So... I mean, I, I, it's great as a fan. It's to cool to be, be in close in games. Last year, a couple, of, most of the years before, lots of blowouts, lots of twenty point, lots of like it's over at some point in the first half type of games. So, and I think there's two different kinds of games. There's the games like the Warriors where we were close but we weren't in it. Mm-hmm. We like we were we kept the score close to the Warriors. The Warriors had to play their starters long enough for Steph to get forty six on us. But <laughs> it was respectable. But they never <laughs> they never sweat. You know yeah. they they didn't try that hard. They had it under control. And that's happened to us a few games where we were quote unquote in it till the end. But you knew that there was a dominance all game long where the team yes. that was in the lead was just running their offense and taking us down. Yeah. Sometimes I felt that way against the Clippers. And, you know, but I'd say the majority of the games have been we are in it, in it. Throughout. Yeah, throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great to be in at the end for sure. Have a chance. Which also is like, who are these guys? Like, who is this team we're watching? We've talked about this before, but who are these Timberwolves? It's so crazy. We talked about like this team is winning on defense. Yeah. And this team is just like not quitting at the end of games. They're like fighting to the final minute. They're not just like trying to get whistles at the end of games. Like, who is this we're watching? Like, this is not the team that, you know, got moral victories last year where, you know, it was like it was close in the fourth. This is actually like this is close in the final minute. Yeah, they're they're right there all the time. It's great to see that they fight through through the whole game. Um, They never pack it in. Um, it's definitely something new for Wolves fans to be able to watch a squad like this. We need to get a few more of those that tip in our direction, though. Yeah. There's been some, um, especially on the road, that have gone our way. But then there's been a couple other games that um, we let slip away. To we miss, a certain miss some extent, free throws down the stretch, maybe. To a certain uh, extent, those games, they, uh, they, they tend to be an indicator of luck to a small degree. Yes, um, I, I know baseball a lot, and so like uh-huh. like you'll look at a team's margin or their victory in one run games, games decided by one run. You can kind of see how lucky they've gotten because right. those games have a lot. How many breaks? Yeah, exactly. And you can kind of do that with basketball as well uh, to a smaller degree. Yeah. We saw with the Timberwolves team uh, from Kevin Love, Rick Adelman's final year when we won 40 games, they had such a great point differential. Our margin of scoring was huge. We had such yep. a great point One differential the that they said, a lot of people said the it's unlucky. Their point di- differential says their win-loss record is unlucky. Yep. It'll even but out. it wasn't unlucky because <laughs> no. we saw that we, our fatal flaw was that we were trying to draw fouls and right. we were a flawed offense in the fourth. So it can show how that stat can be misleading right. because that case it wasn't luck. It was actually, but in general, you can kind of look at that margin and see you know if you're being lucky or 
unlucky. Yeah, and the Wolves, uh, you know, it's it's just really great to be able to watch the whole game and, and see the Wolves be in it. And uh, yeah, you just got you just got to stick around to the end and uh, hope this things is, fall your way at the end of these games. This and, has been a great time for a losing streak, though, because <laughs> I I'm getting married on January first. I may have mentioned this on a former maybe episode. And so I'm trying so hard right now to be in good shape for that wedding. Who gets married right after the holidays? It was such a terrible idea. Who is seriously? I, like I'm gonna have like uh, you know I'm not I'm gonna have a vegan Christmas and I don't even you know I love meat. But uh, so basically, I'm really happy because when the wolves win, I usually am like this is such a rare occurrence, especially last year. You know, last year we only had. What eighteen wins or something? Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. And so usually when the wolves win, I'm like, I have to order Papa John's the next day, fifty percent off. Half off. With wolves win <laughs> is the promo code. And so like last night they won. I'm like, they finally won. I should order Papa John's today. Or I didn't. PJs. I didn't. I'm on that wedding diet. But it's easy because <laughs> when you lose all these close games, you get all the benefit of being excited and into the game towards the end without like the obligation to order pizza from Papa John's the next day. There you go. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, wedding will be over soon. And then Papa John's. I'm going to go to a season. bunch of Tim Rolls games. Ham. I'm going <laughs> to eat Papa John's at Tim Rolls games. It'll be great. Wolves are 9 and 12 right now. So you've had nine chances to, to have the next day 50% off pizza offer i feel like i've taken i think i've taken seven of them (laughs) honestly like to be honest i think i've done seven of them real quick uh before we go on break here we got we have some little follow-up on something we talked about a couple weeks ago and that is rebranding the wolves kind of having new jerseys new courts and stuff like that this is something i think you had an idea interested about everybody well you know we have a great uh twitter following there's a lot of shows uh that we like to listen to wolves podcasts they all make their own logos they all make their own modifications of what they think like a timberwolves logo thing could look like yes i think everyone's a little interested in what the design possibilities can be we talked about it the other week i had my own ideas uh, you'll have to go back and listen to that episode. I'm not going to recap them <laughs> just because I want to keep the mystery alive. Mm. But I was thinking about Drake night for the Raptors, right? which is a night that Drake has like OVO branded Raptors gear. Yeah. all Everyone gets the t-shirts when they come in. This year they had the Hotline Blaine booth where you could stand, so cool. in, stand in the Hotline Blaine music video yeah. and take photos. It's yeah, great. Take video, great idea. Yeah. And so... Part of the Raptors New Jerseys is they have a black and gold like Drake variant. Incredible. Essentially. Yeah. And so I was thinking first, like, oh man, what would a Doom Tree variant look Ooh. like for the Timberwolves? <laughs> Basically that no canes font, you yeah. know, black and white, very yeah. Doom Tree. So I was I was planning that out and we already have the best variant possible. The Paisley Purple variant. Oh, Paisley Purple. And a nod to Prince with the purple and the Paisley, that Paisley Park. Yeah. Where it it could even be like a Paisley print, you know what I mean? That's like what I'm kind saying, of a Paisley like, print jersey. Yeah, in with, purple. In purple. Yeah. I don't want to use gold necessarily because we're getting into Vikings colors there. I don't want with, it to look yeah. like a Vikings jersey. But with black and white and as like white script, maybe black outline on the white script. So it's legible on the Paisley purple. If it's legible without the black outline. I like it. Just go straight white. Yeah. No, I, I like it. It's very much like it, it's very much like Drake Knight, but it's it's very Minnesotan as well. Everyone in Minnesota's got pride that Prince is from here. Any show you go to in the Twin Cities, you know, people on stage shout out Prince. Can't believe we get to play at First Avenue. This is where Prince shot Purple Rain. All this stuff. So there's lots of Prince love around here, and then it's just a variant. It's not like one of their main colors. You know, obviously the the trouble is. 
purples already taken by the Vikings. But if it's just a variant, if just it's a just variant. a you know, if it's just like a you know their third jersey or whatever, and you know how we you have, wear it ten times during the year, that's you, fine. You know how every team that has a variant jersey is required to name it something like <laughs> Midnight Downtown LA or something like that. Yeah, you know? Silly name for it. <laughs> so I think we we do uh, the game blouses jersey. Oh wow! Or I mean, you, Paisley purple prefer, rolls off the tongue. That's you can't really. That's hard to beat. But yeah, I like having having the Chappelle reference too. My first idea was to call it the computer blue jersey, but I mean they're so purple. I mean it might confuse people. Computer blue. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's a little follow up for uh, something from a previous show. We need some new wolves unis, and if we're gonna go for it, let's get some let's get some local flair in there with the with the Prince Paisley purple. We see the Memphis sounds. We we're saying that's the best jersey Beautiful. in the NBA is Beautiful. the Memphis, and that's a, using a color that's not in their color scheme. Yeah. It's okay to use a variant <laughs> jersey that uses strange colors that aren't in your scheme. Exactly. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, that's everything for our main section here. We're going to take a quick break, but make sure you continue to listen. We have a sponsor coming up for you, and then we're going to dig into our mailbag. So don't go anywhere. It's Timberwolves, the podcast. Hey, guys, this is Scott from Timberwolves, the podcast. Our sponsor tonight is the world-famous Dolph Lockwood's HalfPriceSportsExorcisms.com. Do you see physical manifestations of your favorite sports franchise's worst moments from their sorry history? Like the late Haley Joe Osment saw dead people in M. Night Shyamalan's fifth best movie, The Sixth Sense? Dolph Lockwood has a solution for you. As the premier for-profit sports-related exorcism in the Western Hemisphere, at Dolph Lockwood's HalfPriceSportsExorcisms.com, the only thing more supernatural than your ghastly phantoms of haunting regret is the scary low prices. Dolph Lockwood's HalfPriceSportsExorcisms.com offers a range of non-secular, cross-denominational services that can ease the cosmic historical burden created by traumas like... Racist mascots or owners. Career-altering injuries to budding superstars. Historic regular or postseason losing streaks. And so much more. As the North American industry-leading poltergeist-purging practitioner, Dolph Lockwood's HalfPriceSportsExorcisms.com's track record speaks for itself. Within the past 24 months, woebegotten franchises like the Golden State Warriors, Kansas City Royals, and Seattle Seahawks have submitted the peak of success with the help of Dolph's nation-best business. Visit Dolph's Lockwood's HalfPriceSportsExorcisms.com.tumblr.com and use discount code TIMBERWOLVES today to get a two-for-one special on your first incorporal being extermination. Discover today what Western Dakota County's most successful sports specter slaying service can do for you. And we'll be right back after this with Mailbag. It's a mailbag. It's a mailbag. It's a mu 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 mailbag. It's a mailbag. It's a mailbag. It's a mu 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 mailbag. Letters on letters like the alphabet, yo. This segment's called mailbag. So if you got a question about the wolves, let us know. There's a good chance that we'll read it on the show. Yeah, send us your letters. Send us your messages. Send us your carrier pigeons. We want to hear from you. Yeah. All right, time to jump into those questions that you so amazingly sent to us via our mailbag. Again, reminder, you can uh, send us questions two ways, either via Twitter, 
give us a tweet at WolvesCast. Otherwise, head over to our website. We do have a contact page. Send us an email that way, and we will read your question on the air. Scott, you ready to dig into the mailbag? Almost. Oh, Did yeah? you see that? I haven't listened to it yet. No. And I know this comes out after we record it, but Serial uh, Season 2 started Episode, today. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to uh, later tonight, it. probably. And I've heard there's different theme music this time. Ooh. They're changing up the theme music. And so I can safely say now that the theme music from Serial Season 1 is no longer current <laughs> The mailbag theme is now my favorite podcast music out yes, there. We did it. We we usurped a classic podcast with uh, with little mailbag. Let's dig into it. Uh, first question comes to us from John. He is at J B J O H N B E N D E R J B John Bender on Twitter. What's your favorite halftime act of the past few seasons? After Vanilla Ice, of course. Yeah, Vanilla Ice. Which Vanilla Ice performance? Oh, there have been there have been multiple over the last couple of years. Vanilla Ice is available to play halftime shows across think, the country. Do you think he keeps all the jerseys? Like I hope everywhere so. he goes, he gets like a Kevin Love jersey that says Ice on the back. Or... <laughs> yeah, he can always get like a custom does jersey from a, the home team. Does he have a closet that just is full oh, of jerseys, so or is he just giving those away? I only hope one day that I can do a similar thing and be able to perform halftimes as like a washed up so and so and those jerseys. MTV Cribs should do. <laughs> yeah, MTV Crips should do follow-up episodes yeah. where they're like, okay, they were famous 20 years ago. Let's see how much of the stuff they still have in their closets. <laughs> how many right. of your Grammys are yeah. on the shelf? And how many of your VMAs are in the closet? So favorite halftime act. You know, I think the ultimate halftime act of the last, I don't know, 10 years or something like that has to be Red Panda. Whew. She is uh, It's an acrobatic performance featuring um, a very diminutive... A uh, lady who is up on a unicycle, a very tall unicycle. I would say it's probably like six or seven feet up in the air. And uh, she balances on that thing and tosses uh, bowls, like get like cereal bowls from her feet up on top of her head and, and continues to balance them and continues to toss them up, adding one more, one more. She gets like three or four of them built up on her leg and then throws them all up at the same time. It's not just one on top of the other on top of the other. She goes for one and then it's two at a time and then three and so on. It's a very, showmanship very, to it. Very tense. It's, it's so we, tense. We've seen it multiple times. We've never seen her drop anything, but you're always like, something's going to break. It is. It's it's more <laughs> tense than watching like Ricky shoot free throws in a tie game in the fourth. You know, it's it's tense. You, and I know she's not going to mess up because I've never seen her mess up. Right. I've never seen. It's actually, not possible. To be fair, I have seen some halftime max mess up. Every once in a while, you'll see them blow it not and Red then Panda, like, try to keep it going, yeah. try to stay excited. Yeah. But no, Red Panda's <laughs> never blown it. That's a consummate professional. I think she's the best. This is an uncontroversial opinion. Mm-hmm. It's okay to share it because I don't hear anybody else talking about this, the, yeah. you know, given the recognition. But I think it's widely regarded as one of the top entertainment, halftime entertainment choices in the country. Who's that? Red Panda. Oh, yes, indeed. I think so. I mean, she definitely has been doing NBA games for a long time. You really can do whatever. Anywhere you can put a unicycle, she can be there. She's right there. I'm going to take a cop out here, John. I'm sorry. What? I'm going to get, you got one straightforward answer. I'm going to give you one that is coming out of right field. Yeah. And that is, I don't like halftime shows very much. <laughs> I go like 
the thing is, like, what, I never leave my seat early. Some people, back in the day when I would go to sporting events that I didn't care about, yeah. I'd be like, well, we should go to the concession stands, like, with five minutes left in the first half or period or whatever it was, quarter, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. Let's go beat the rush while to the get game back is still going. Let's yeah. go and we can get back in time. And I've never, I won't do that with the Timberwolves. I will wait to watch if Zach Levine chucks up a half court shot that goes in. Yeah, Zach's like last last second shot. It's always going to be there. You know, it's going to be there. He's going to be in the game and he's going to shoot that shot. Yeah, absolutely. And if so you're you, sticking around, you do first. If, what happens though? If you stick around, you hit the, hear the buzzer, you get up, you go to the bathroom straight, yeah, like right, right away. away. Yep. You'll still beat the lines. There's no lines at that point, really. Yeah, you can do that. And then after that, it, there might be kind of a line. It's okay. You can check Twitter. Uh-huh. You, you weren't looking at it because you were watching Zach Levine shoot a half-court shot. Exactly. Check Twitter. Stay online for a little bit. <laughs> get the food of your choice and head back in. And you'll still have like the last like six minutes of the halftime break. Yeah. The halftime show will be over. You'll get to watch people shoot their warm-up shots. You'll get <laughs> One of my favorite things is to watch which players are warming up and which players are like socializing with the other team. Like some guys are so popular on the team. Like Roni Turioff didn't need to warm up because he knew he wasn't going to get play. And he knows somebody on every team in the NBA. So, many teams, so yeah. Roni was always at half court. It'd be like, which person, on, I used to guess before games, which person on the Who's opposing team is Roni's friend? Who's going to talk to Roni at halftime? <laughs> and so that's fun. And uh, I, I think that Timberwolves uh, halftime entertainment peaked when we were kids going to the Target Center back in the day and they used to have dog obstacle courses where it's like you had to <laughs> run through races. tunnels and go up and down the hills. Yeah, and grab the ball. And I don't know why you can't let dogs anymore. It must be some health code thing with allergies or something like that. Maybe one dog like pooped on the court and ruined it for all the other dogs. We got to get some more dogs. Those we obstacle actually... courses were the best. Animals, dogs. That yeah, let's get real, the dogs jumping through the hoops and, and, and doing some more of that stuff. That'd be really cool. I, I mean, miss those days. Bring new, it back. The new trend is the 90s hip hop legacy acts. I've seen Naughty by Nature at Target Center doing mm-hmm. a halftime show. I've seen Tag Team. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, whoop, there it is. So, so that's kind this of. This is how we do it. This is how we do Yeah. Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan. So, and then also, like, I have a hard time remembering which ones are Timberwolves and which ones are Lynx because the Lynx will bring yep. in, like, the people who did jump on it. Oh, yeah. Jump, yeah. The Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar Hill Gang. Gave yeah. Patchy. Yeah. Jump on it. Yeah. So, that, that's that, fun. That's what's up right now. But you, we, we like to see animals. We like to see tricks. We like to yeah. see Let's fantastical have dogs things. running obstacle courses, please. Absolutely. Our next question comes to us from Kristen with a C. She did not provide a Twitter handle. She writes, Coming into this season, it seemed that Carl Anthony Towns' top competition for Rookie of the Year was Jaheel Okafor. However, it seems that his competition will come from Nick center Kristaps Porzingis. With the two teams matching up next week, I was wondering, who will be Rookie of the Year? Would you redo draft day differently in retrospect? Good question, Kristen with a C. Appreciate it. Yeah, Kristaps is blowing up right now. He is uh, playing very well for the Knicks, kind of the the toast of the town, bringing the Knicks back into being relevant a little bit right now. They are uh, they're you know a better team obviously than they were last year uh, with with a low enough draft pick to pick Kristaps uh, number four. But yeah, we didn't see this coming. The Knicks fans booed him heavily when they drafted him. They didn't know really what we're going to get from this guy. Seven three is huge. Thought it was going to be uh, Okafor. In, That's going to make the perfect like point in any dramatic movie that gets in, uh, made at the end of his career. Like the moment where he gets booed and he rises from that. <laughs> That's like, right. It's such a good contrast. That's going to be. There's going to be a dramatic movie made about him. That's right. So it, you know, it really seems like right now it's going to be Towns versus Porzingis as far as the whole season goes, possibly for rookie of the year. It's still very early. Scott, who do you think will be Rookie of the Year? Is Towns going to be able to hang on to it, or is Kristaps well, got something up his sleeve? Seeing as we're, we're not 
the Timberwolves, at least, are not even 25% of the way through the season. Right. I can guarantee who the rookie of the year is oh, going to be, oh, as oh. well as the draft redo. Oh, really? So, 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 so you, you can guarantee who will be rookie of the year right now? Yes. Right absolutely. now, um, you know, it's, uh, as we record this, it's December 10th. Um, the season ends in about five months, but you have it now. I'm going to take a risky, unpopular opinion here. Go for it. Carl Anthony Towns has got oh, this locked up. Number one. Number I'll tell one you why. Overall. I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's because sometimes storylines are important with media attention, things mm-hmm. you think like mm-hmm. Chris Stapps, oh, he's got the New York media shine. Yep. Crying kids when he was drafted. Now he's selling out his jersey. That's what I'm saying. Just all the New York media <laughs> that makes themselves so self-important. They're going to make him into this phenomenon and that they won't do with Towns because we're in Minnesota and they don't pay attention to us. And so, of course, everyone's going to vote for Chris Stapps for Rookie of the Year. Wrong. That's not how we operate anymore. No. If you look at sports voting, at the end of the year, they put down the stat lines. I remember what we did last year with Wiggins as we looked at him compared to Nerlens mm-hmm. and Nikola Mirotic. And like Wiggins' stat line just spoke for itself on that. So I don't think it's going to get dominated by that storyline. But I do think a storyline could work backwards against Jaleel here. Oh, I think that Jaleel with a losing team, if he keeps having problems off the court, I think that that kind of thing is going to look at it. People will look at a stat line and say it's empty. Oh. So that's the kind of storyline that can hurt you. I see. So off the court stuff could come into to play with with uh, with Okafor. I don't think the media market will come into play, though, right. in determining rookie of the year. And that's why I say Carl Anthony Towns, because as I'm guessing the future, uh, I can surely predict Kristaps mm-hmm. is going to tear his Achilles in like two months. And that, that, that he'll never play again, and the Knicks fans it. will be tormented. It's just what happens with the Knicks, you know. I can and see the it. Knicks cannot have anything nice. I mean, I, it's that's uh, you know, this is how what, it works. The pot, the pot calling the kettle black or whatever kind of like people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones <laughs> yes, when I say irony. the Knicks can't have high, nice things. Yes, but uh, as long as I'm making outlandish predictions that I can't control, I'm going to say that Chris Stapps blows, it tears both Achilles. Whoa! At the same time, same jump. Comes down both yeah, legs. One boom, is on boom. the jump and one is on the land. That's yeah. right. It's really unfortunate. Yes, yeah, so I'm with you. I think, uh, you know, I think Cat, you know, will remain at the top of the rookie of the year list. It's a great class. I think there'll be lots of challengers, maybe even some that we're not really talking about right now. Right now, it's uh, Chris Dops and, and uh, Towns at the top. But, um, you know, we'll see or, how it shakes out. I think they'll definitely be at the, I think Towns will definitely be at the top at the end of the year, even if the Wolves. You know, kind of maybe simmer out and and have one of the worst le- uh, records in the league. Maybe the Knicks make the playoffs. I, I just really think that that Cat will be there in the end. Now, one of the biggest threat though is not any rookie, but that Kobe Bryant wins, and that it's a sweep. All the writers vote for Kobe in every category: for MVP, Defensive yeah. Player of the Year, Most, yeah, improved, most improved, Coach of the Year, Yeah, Rookie of the Year. Kobe yeah. sweep on his way out. No player's ever done it before. Executive of the Year. Executive of the Year. He'll get them all. I see it. Finals MVP. Yeah, from from the from the from sitting at home. He's from the finals yeah, MVP. Cabo. I think he. I think he's. I think he can do that too. Thank you so much, Kristen, for the question. Thank you for everybody for your questions. Keep them coming. We need them every week. We're gonna keep doing shows, so we need more questions. Thanks for sending them our way. Appreciate it. Um, but make sure you stick around to the show. We have a couple more segments coming up for you. Up next, we do have power rankings. So stick around to Timberwolves the podcast. Power. 
Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's time for our power rankings. This week, our list is top holiday gift ideas for Wolves fans. This is two of America's favorite things, lists and commerce. There you go. We're combining them for one today in power rankings. You know, most people listening to this show, obviously you're a big Wolves fan if you're listening to this, but you might have Wolves fans on your list for holiday gifts whether it be Christmas or uh, Hanukkah or whatever you You know celebrate. who this is for? I'm always a guy who my parents are like, give me a gift list. Give me some clues. Like yes. Our sister Caroline always is like, give need us some clues. List. I need some hints. Need a list. I don't like that. No. Because, one, I buy the stuff I want for myself most of the time, you know? And so it's <laughs> not it. like I'm holding stuff off for some list. And two, like, I don't think gifts should just be like, here's a list of stuff I want just check off the list. It's like laundry or it's like a grocery store trip. I just want the items I want. I don't fly that way. I like to get something that's not on somebody's list because Mm -hmm. I think a gift should be a surprise. It should be something that shows what the giver knows about the recipient. That's right. And so so if it's thoughtful, if it's a surprise, don't. And so that's what I'm saying is give somebody one of these gifts if they're a Wolves fan. And if they aren't a Wolves fan, if you're like me and your your parents, your family and your friends and your loved ones are harassing you, they're saying, give us tips, give us tips. Here's some tips. That's right. You can give them these tips. We got this list for you. Starting number 10. We got 10 them for you today. Starting number 10, straight up Wolves tickets. You it know, seems obvious. It, it's but easy. It's easy to do. Obvious. We should say though, like I've been looking at Wolves tickets mm. and we've talked before about how after I get married on January 1st, I can afford <laughs> tickets. Yeah. I'll go to games again. Yeah. But also I'm watching the games against good teams like the Clippers, even against the Lakers. Yeah. Not not a very full capacity on any of the games, at least Kobe from what night. I can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. These games have been empty and that means resale market, everybody. Get yeah. your friends some tickets on that real sale market. They can't That's tell right. the difference once you transfer it on their flash seat accounts. It's all flash seats anyway, so check out the, you know, the secondary market. Tickets are a beautiful a gift because it's an experience that you share with somebody together. You can if both you get go. tickets. It's not only a gift, but it's also an experience, which is a memory. And is there a better gift than a memory? There you go. Number nine, eBay memorabilia. I'm on eBay way more than I should be looking at old wolves crap. Yeah. And I really like it. It's cool to right now. Scott is wearing an old it's detrimental to me. How much he looks at it, <laughs> wearing an old uh, Timberwolves Marbury Jersey that flips inside out. and has Allen Iverson on the other side. Um, Black Philadelphia. That's just a rare item right there. And, uh, you know, you can get some, you know, it's a little beat up, but it's a little loved, but, you know, that makes it even better. Also, it cost me $30. I can't get a replica jersey of like Dante Cunningham (laughs) for 30 bucks right now, you know? That's right. So check out eBay. Especially, you know, again, if you know, you know that who you're shopping for is a huge Wolves fan, all this old stuff, you know, from the last 10 years of of Wolves jerseys, giveaways, um, stuff like that, you know, uh, you know, maybe they're into trading cards. Just type. Timberwolves into eBay, you'll be surprised at the crap you'll find. There's a bunch of really cool stuff. There are people in the suburbs and all around this state who have this stuff in their basements from years of past that they don't really want a lot of money for. It's not like it's some like rare. It is rare, but it's not like it's that valuable. I mean, I can look around your room right now and I can see (laughs) Ricky Rubio's stuffed dolls, uh, Andrew Wiggins bobblehead, uh, Mark Madsen babushka. Yeah, all this stuff is on eBay. This other other people's crap is Timberwolves fans' (laughs) treasures. Trust us, we get psyched about that number eight is a flip saunders tea uh, obviously with the untimely passing of flip saunders um some of the local um timberwolves or a lot of these shops are you know just uh, more general minnesota type apparel independent some- uh shops uh people making their own online stores or using you know 
online stores to create their own their own gear. And there's a That's couple right. of really cool options for flip shirts. Yeah, there's flip shirts, and both of them uh, um, are donating the proceeds to um, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, uh, research and such. Uh, first one, Status Fear Media. That is the name of the website. Status, S-T-A-T-U-S, Fear Media, um, limitedrun.com. You can check them out. They have a Flip Saunders shirt that's really cool. Also, The Soda Shop, S-O-T-A. So it's thesodashop.com. They have a, um, a wonderful uh, four-flip T-shirt that you can get. That's really cool. If you have a Wolves fan in your life uh, for this holiday season, there uh, for sure would probably like something. Um, you know, they can wear um, commemorating Flip and uh, everything he did for this team, and you and can you, give back as well. You know what? I don't think it's I don't think it's a, a, a time-oriented thing. I don't think you can just wear it this year. Like, I think that if I see somebody wearing these shirts in five, ten years at the Target Center, I'll still just you know I'll be impressed. Like, yeah, Flip, I think you Flip know, had such a, a, a huge impact on basketball in the state of Minnesota one in of general. The, one of the most important figures, basketball, Mount Rushmore, Minnesota. Flip Saunders would be on it, and so many people cancer such their lives. So it's cool to see people wearing the shirt, and Flip will always be. Uh, intractable part of the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's right. Number seven, gift cards. They're practical. Uh, gift cards, you can get a Minnesota Timberwolves gift card, you know, that you can use for tickets or for um, something in the Wolf shop. Um, you can also. Gift cards. It's like cash, but slightly bossier. Yeah. It's a little bit more restricted. It's like, <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta use them a specific way. But it's the same as saying, like, I don't know you, but everybody likes cash. <laughs> I don't know you, but I sort of know you. And, but you know why it gets number seven on this list? Why is that? Because I still use them. Like, it's still super practical. You yeah. can't go wrong. That's the thing with them. You can't go wrong. It's not personal. If you can't, like I told you at the beginning, do something, like, personalized and let the person know how much you know them and remind them of that yeah. with your gift. <laughs> but if you can't do that because you don't know someone so well, give them a gift card because no one ever feels bad about it. That's right. <laughs> Number six, uh, league pass subscription for uh, you know someone who might be enjoying more of the NBA in general, more than just the Wolves. Um, you can watch any other team. Yeah, you can watch during the playoffs. All this stuff. League pass subscription, a little spendy, but uh, you know, again, if if maybe you live with this person, you can share it. Sure, you know, or it's someone in your family. Get a group of friends, maybe. But yeah, share it's the a password. Gift, maybe. It's a gift that you can share around with some people. You know, give it to a family, and the dad can watch it on his phone on the train, yeah. and the daughter can watch it in class on her iPad, yeah. and you know, all that watch crazy stuff. TV, That's a commercial. Everything. I'm just writing for them. You got it. They uh, can have that. <laughs> this is uh, it's a great gift, though. I think that most people, we have like crazy good analytics that dive into everyone who's ever listened to this. And we know that the demographics <laughs> of this podcast is mostly people who are obsessed with basketball. And turns out people who like uh, a lot of different teams, people who watch the playoffs, even though the Timberwolves aren't in it. Never. Actually, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to go so far as to say. Everyone who's listening to this podcast tonight watches the playoffs, even though the Timberwolves aren't in it. Yeah. So we all know about watching other teams. We're basketball fans yeah, first fine. and foremost. It's fine. The yeah. Wolves have made us that way. Get it, league, get it on <laughs> League Pass. It's it's just, it pays for itself over the course of a season. There's going to be games, days where you're just randomly like, oh, Warriors have a great matchup tonight. Let's tune in. <laughs> That's right. Number five, simply a hug. That's right. Mm. Uh, you know, your, your best friend who's, who's a big Wolves fan, they need a hug. 
you I know? think every Wolves fan can need a hug. It could be, it, and it speaks for so much. Every year, yeah. this is a good gift. Sometimes it's like more of a, I'm, I'm there for you, or I'm sorry for your loss kind of hug. It's mostly been, I'm sorry for your loss kind of hug in the recent years. Yeah. But this could be like one of those, you know, if it's not quite celebratory hugs, like it kind of feels like a celebratory hug kind of season. <laughs> like, but at the very hey. least, one of those things like, hey man, that was tough. But you just beat like this tough test and now you're done with college kind of hugs. Like it was tough, man. I hear that, but it's getting better. Give them a hug. They'll love it. Unless they're not into that. Personal space, everybody. Yeah, maybe a high five would be better. Personal space show. Number four, something handmade. It shows you care. Um, you know, handmade is always good. Very personal, as we've been saying. It's also cheap. It's a good way of like... If you're on a budget. It's a good way to cheap out on a gift without them noticing. Because people will be like, oh, he could have bought me something that's $40. But instead, he made something. And time is more precious than money. That's right. You and know, like, look at how creative and thoughtful this is. And really, all you did was you took some macaroni and some glue. And you can buy macaroni and glue total. That's less than $5 right there. And, you know, get a piece of paper. You just draw the wolves logo out you could draw you know ricky rubio anything really use your creativity and then a basketball maybe if you're not great at drawing easy enough right and then you put the glue on the tray you trace your lines with glue and then you put the macaroni on top gotta have the macaroni this is very important to any handmade gift um if it doesn't have macaroni you didn't hand make it as far as i'm concerned number three Moving right along, number three, a donation to the Flip Saunders Memorial and Legacy Fund. Check that out. That's uh, kind of similar to the shirts, but something more different direct. Fund. A little bit different, different fund. Both That's right. Go, both great causes. Either yes. way, you can't go wrong. Yeah, Flip Saunders. Uh, you know, after he passed, they, they did start a Flip Saunders Memorial and Legacy Fund. They are accepting donations. So if you miss Flip, uh, if you appreciate what he did for the current Wolves, you know, you can just put that put a little donation in someone else's name. I suppose it's probably, it's probably more tax deductible than the T-shirts, right? Yeah. T-shirts, you get something. Yeah, so, I think so. There we go. Number two, sponsor our podcast. It's such Whoa, a great deal. Oh, my gosh. Right there. Salty Smitch Candy Bars paid us nothing <laughs> last week. They totally stiffed us on the bill. It's We're been still disappointing. We're still waiting. So, yeah, if you love this podcast. Hey, Dolph Lockwood told me he's got me. Yeah, he's, he's going to pay. He said the check he's, is in the mail. He's definitely going to pay. We don't have to worry about that one. But, you know, you know, this podcast is something that's still new. We're still trying to figure a way through. If we had some extra funding, you know, we could put out some more content and, and do a little bit more. And just a little way to say thanks. You can just drop us a line and, and shoot us some money. We you can like tell that. us how you'd like to, us to spend the money if you're like, we want you to dry, uh, buy beer and we'll take a photo of us drinking beer if you're like mm-hmm. we want you to spend this mm-hmm. on gas station hats that look like a pig yep. or like a pig's face but yep. with the eyes cut out so you can pull it down from stocking cap all the way down over your eyes so there's like a pig nose over your nose and it has pink ears on top and but the eye holes are cut out so it's still your eyes it's terrifying scott we would do that so we take a picture of that i think if you sponsor this podcast on behalf of somebody else we'll read their name and say something nice about them uh on the show it's kind of like where you can sponsor a player on basketball reference and give them a silly you can do or that. something you can do that something like that so check that out sponsor our podcast that's a good idea it's a good way to reach all the people who already follow you on twitter <laughs> all the people who are listening that's to right. us that's right hey thanks for listening everyone we appreciate you all right number one number one on our list the power rankings top holiday gift ideas for wolves fans Undercrown Wolf Apparel. Undercrown uh, makes 
primarily basketball-related apparel. Only Val is a U. They got some great shirts, some it's great hats. with no E. For the longest no time, o. the Wolves have been uh, irrelevant. Uh, now they're slightly more relevant, and suddenly... Uh, it's tough. We've got a it's... bunch of great merch on Undercrown, U-N-D-R-C-R-W-N. Undercrown, check them out. Lots of cool stuff over there. You know, there. you remember during the uh, the Summer Olympics when we wanted to buy Kevin Love jerseys and they didn't actually sell them? We found <laughs> out the they, weren't, they weren't made. We like called them, and we were like, are these produced anywhere? And they're like, no. no. The only one is the one Kevin Love owns. <laughs> Take it from him. And like so that just goes to show you how hard it is for Timberwolves fans to get good gear. A lot we uh, we're fans of a lot of really cool clothing brands. People making great NBA related merch, and of course we are never included because we weren't ever relevant. And <laughs> eyes on the rise, everybody. The first people have weighed in. Undercrown is here to say the Wolves are on. They can see the Wolves are on the rise. They've got uh, like a full selection of merch now. I've seen Towns in a post game interview already wearing the po- part Wolf sweatshirt. Uh, there's a awesome, uh, big balls, uh, <laughs> Sam Cassell, Sam Cassell running down the court, doing the big balls dance shirt. Um, this is the kind of thing that, especially if the person you're giving it to doesn't know about it, you're going to knock their socks off when they see this gear. And I think the most important thing, the thing that got it to number one on our list is that we want Undercrown to send us some free stuff. Um, I'm getting married Undercrown, please. I can't afford really? your stuff right now. I, yeah, I didn't mention it earlier in this podcast, <laughs> but like right now, just like Papa can't afford these these awesome sweatshirts Eat some swag and uh you know I would, I would wear it on the podcast every week so people could see uh see my support every week when they listen to the podcast got some great stuff over there check out undercrown hit us up undercrown give us things. that free merch so yeah uh, so those are the power rankings for top holiday gifts for wolves fans if you got any other ideas make sure you tweet at us at wolvescast with your ideas for what are you what are you getting for, for your wolves fans in your life and uh we'll retweet you we'll we'll, we'll uh we'll talk about it on online it'll be fun right yeah get give your gift suggestions to us i'm sure there's gonna yeah, be there's more there's please more don't this. don't give neil ebay links though he nah, will I'll he buy will buy up. that up i'll buy it up <laughs> all right cool uh we got one more segment left so uh, be sure to stick with us here coming up next we're gonna play a game together it's timberwolves the podcast back with the show here it's timberwolves a podcast right now we're going to close out this episode as we do every episode by playing a game it's not a game if you take it seriously enough no this is for real right now we um this week are turning to the internet to a website called sporkle.com you've probably heard of it it's a quiz website oh my god i'm sorry if you have not heard of sporkle i'm sorry because every person who finds out about sporkle loses a quick week of their life in productivity terms i hope you didn't have like holiday stuff that you're swamped with right now there's quizzes on here for every topic under the sun and there are multiple topic literally every topic anything you can think of just search it they'll give you cool quizzes about it and you can really uh you know it's really fun to play so we have a timberwolves uh game pulled up right here who's it created by by what's that by pizza frisbee pizza frisbee thank you for creating this these are all we user created follow. we can follow pizza frisbee so, on the sporkle can't shout this to pizza game frisbee. this sporkle game is can you name the timberwolves who have played in at least one nba all-star game okay and now these um these are there's 18 of them right here um, there's basically a whole bunch of different fields that we have to enter in. 
Um, it tells us how many times they've been in the All-Star game and how many times they've been in the All-Star game with the Wolves. So a couple of these are players who did not um, play in the All-Star game while they're with the Wolves, but they were at one time Timberwolves players. So when Costa Kufis makes the All-Star game this season... <laughs> He will be on the Sparkle Quiz, even though he's not on the Wolves anymore. He'll be added. He'll be added. That's right. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and play on the game. There's 18 of them. Um, There's five minutes on the clock. But for us, we're going to try and do this in three minutes. We're Timberwolves hosts here. Okay, so um, let's get this going. Got the timer Um, started. Are we ready to go? We're going to be able to type them in. Let's start right now. Go. All right. Okay, number one, 11 selections with the Wolves, 15 over our Garnett. Right gotta there. Be, gotta be. Okay, five selections overall, zero with the Wolves. Uh, Spreewell? Spreewell. You gotta spell Spreewell, Craig. It's, it's phonetic. Spreewell Latrell is four. Oh. Cassell, maybe? Uh, no, Cassell. Chauncey. It's Chauncey. Cassell is, is on there. Billups? Billups. B I L L Ups. Billups. Billups is the one. Is He's five time All Star. Latrell's four, uh. four time All Star. We have three three time All Stars. You should start typing in like J.R. Ryder while I search how to spell Wall's <laughs> Ryder, last name. Ryder was not in the All-Star game, Scott. No, Oh, no. just in the dunk contest. You're yeah, right. just in the dunk contest. All-Star How about Love? We know Love went to Love. One. Yep, Love. Oh, he was the very next one. He's been there three three selections with the Wolves. You ready three for how many overall. Z's? Man, Serbiak would kill S- Scrabble. C-Z. No, S-Z-Z-E-R. B-I-A-K. Zerbiak has only been there once. Yeah, it's still one on the time, list, though. One time. Okay, so we, right now we have Garnett, Billups, Spreewell, and Love. We have a couple more that have been three-time All-Stars, never with the Wolves, though. Former Wolves players who have made the All-Star team. Has Al Jeff ever made? Big Al ever made an All-Star game? I don't think so. Jefferson? Nope. No mm, Jefferson. Do you think Leitner ever made an All-Star game? Uh, so many difficult Marbury? Spell. Marbury's gone to an All-Star game. Marbury, two-time All-Star, oh, right there. Zero times with the Wolves. Hey man, two times overall. Who, who we got? Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy's totally Brandon been to one. That's right. <laughs> All right. He's right at the top. Brandon Roy. You ready for Leitner? <laughs> who else we got? Yeah. L A E T T N E R. Leitner, one-time NBA All-Star. Is it, is it, did Eddie Zero Curry ever make one? We had him on the team. Like, we did? No. <laughs> no, we got him in the trade. We traded out Corey Brewer to the Knicks for Anthony Randolph Neither were and Curry. Eddie Curry, and we waved Curry right away. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're picking He never these. suited up. Uh, uh, Karolinko. Yeah, yeah Andre Karolinko. There he is, one-time All-Star. Right there. What are we doing for time? What we got so far, Scott? Um, right I'm going to look it up. Check Luke Longley while we're waiting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Longley, no Longley. Longley, uh, just robbed, you know. Who Poor are we missing? Who's like, uh, who's. Uh, oh, we're, we're 10 oh, seconds Mo, away. Mo Williams. Mo Williams, all star. Yes, Williams. yes, you got it. <laughs> uh, Mo Williams. Okay, we, uh, we hit our time right now. That was uh, it. Okay, that was three we're minutes. Gonna give up. Okay, Who do we here, miss? Here are the ones we missed. So um, we'll do them in order of selections. Okay. We got Garnett, we got Billups, we got Spreewell, Love, Roy, Antoine Walker. Is a three-time All NBA All Star, zero times the Wolves. Terrell Brandon, oh. two-time All Star, zero times the Wolves. Brad Miller, Brad Miller, ah. of course, Brad Miller was an All Star. Man, shout out to Trey Kirby. Shout out to the you know the center spot being a requirement on a former All Star game. Two-time selection right there, Brad Miller, Terry Porter. Two-time All-Star. Zero, again, zero with the Wolves. Should have known better. We got Sam Cassell. 
Tom Gugliotta, one-time All-Star. Uh, I told you to do Googs, but Googs was the, the name the we Wolves. couldn't spell. We had to keep moving on. G-U-G-L-I-O-T-T-A. Josh uh, Howard, T, former, Wolf, <laughs> former Wolf. Josh, Josh Howard. Howard, yeah, trying to make his way back into the league right now. We got Karolinko. We got Leitner. Theo Ratliff. I remember when he played for Wolves, he came over in the KG trade, I believe, from, from Boston. When, when did he kind make of like the All-Star game? I don't know. Way back, I guess, one oh, time. Man, and then we got the last to Theo. Two. We got the last two, Wally and Mo Williams. I'm guessing this is the only NBA podcast of the year that Theo Ratliff will be mentioned <laughs> on. You know, there might be eight super solid, like awesome Timberwolves podcasts to be listening to right now, what a shot and even blocker. even more awesome NBA podcasts to be listening to right now. But only on Timberwolves the podcast will you hear about Theo Ratliff's All Star selections. That's right. That's how we do it here at the show. That's going to do it for our show. Uh, Thanks for listening, week. everybody. We got uh, we have a lot of great listeners. Yes. Um, somebody reviewed us on iTunes. Last week, we put down the challenge really? that if you've listened this far on the podcast and you still like us enough that you want to review us on iTunes, we will send you an Alexi Chaved t-shirt. Wow. And that we made way back in the day. We have a whole box of extra ones. So. Nobody wanted an Alexi Chaved t-shirt. <laughs> if, and you, so, if you review our if show. If you review us on iTunes, which costs you nothing. Yeah, it's free. You got to do. You got to do a nice review. You have to give us at least three stars. Yeah, and say nice. We said anything less than that, we cut off the shirt. We cut the shirt in half and send you. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and send it to you either way. But send us a review. Somebody sent us a review, and they have not asked us. Somebody has submitted a review, but they have not reached out to us to let us know how we can contact them to. Uh, give them a shirt. So if you were the person who submitted the review, thank you. It's a kind review. You you posted under the username t.rav and T-Rav. you gave us five stars. Five stars. Thank you, T-Rav. Wow. We got a t-shirt for you. Just reach out to us. If you can prove that you're t.rav T. and uh, you want a free shirt sent your way. We got one coming uh, to you. Holla at us. Thanks and, for reviewing uh, us. If yep. you're hearing this for the first time and you um, you really want to review us and get a free shirt, please do. All you have to do is review us, screenshot, tell us it was you, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure you get a, a Shved shirt sent your way. And also, like, uh, shouts to the whole Timberwolves podcast community. Uh, Blowing up right now. Man, it, I, I at work, I do some kind of mind-numbing stuff, you know, some just <laughs> mindless tasks. Yeah. And I can listen to podcasts while I do them. Perfect. And it's essential that I have good podcasts to listen to. And I used to struggle so much. It used to be like the basketball Jones slash the starters every day. Thank God every day, because other yeah. than that, you're piecing it together, really. But that's just general NBA stuff. And now I get a Timberwolves-related one at least every day, because there's Eight good ones right now. I can only remember seven of them off the top of my head, so I don't want to start naming them because I'm gonna. There's one I'm forgetting the name of. Lots of great shows, make but sure so many you good check ones. Them out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good time right now. You more, follow the us more on, the merrier. You Let's follow us it. on Twitter at Wolvescast yeah. uh, at Wolvescast on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us, and we're going to be retweeting some of their episodes, so you can find it through us if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's I good mean, times. Why not? Well, good. Well, thank you so much for listening to us this week. We um, we will be back next week with another show every Friday. By the time you hear next week's episode, I will have seen Star Wars. Oh, shoot. Star Wars coming out next week. A couple good Wolves games coming up next week. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week on uh, Timberwolves, the podcast. And in the immortal words of legendary basketball coach Dean Smith, the death penalty makes us all murderers. Have a great week, everyone. 